Howdy folks, this is Ashlyn. Today I'm giving a shout out to our followers on Twitter. We've got Rem of the Realm, Publishers SDG, and GFX underscore Shirley underscore. You want to get a shout out from a cast member of Powered Crit? You can do that by one of the following. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook. You can tweet about the show using the hashtag PowerWordCrit. You can share a post from our Facebook page and include the hashtag PowerWordCrit. Or you can tell us how you shared this podcast with someone by sending an email to PowerWordCrit at gmail.com. Do one of those and we'll give you a personal shout out in our next episode. It's almost like getting a token of power. And I hope you enjoy this episode of PowerWordCrit. Welcome back to Power Worker, everybody. My name is Corn, and I will be your dungeon master today. With me are four carefree players. They are. I'm Kayla, and I am playing Irithel Boreal. I'm Ander, and I'm playing Gabriella Glimmerglamour, entertainer, enchantress, and entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Izzy Dornbalkenmov. And I'm David, and I'm playing Mickey Shursafe, the safest, most surely your friend member of this party. Surely. Surely. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. (laughs) (laughs) It had to be done. So what do you guys think of uh, your task at hand? Um, It's going to be interesting. That's for sure. Don't trust Moist. (laughs) How how are we supposed to rescue a girl when we can't hear her or see her or know she's in the box? Right. That's going to be fun. It's certainly an interesting job. (laughs) We rescue the box. Yeah, we should have been paid to rescue the box. And we get paid before the box is opened. Okay, that's true. <laughs> if that's what happens, I think we're good. Yeah. and But first, we have to... Oh, sorry. You want to do recap? No, no, no. I was just going to say, to clarify something from last episode. Oh, okay. When the accountant was saying that she cannot see, she cannot speak, she cannot move, it means that she cannot willfully move. So, like, if the box gets tossed and, like, her body moves... That's totally different than her. Okay, good to to know. I was just like, she's a ticking time bomb. She is a ticking time bomb. She's going to explode as she just jostled even a tiny bit. Well, I realize that probably didn't come across because I mentioned that the boat handler put it on its side and she would have moved at that point. Oh, she's gone. Too late. She's gone. (laughs) We're done. She did. End campaign. She's now the demons or devils. I can't remember now. Plaything of the devils. Mm -hmm. She's the devil's plaything. Yeah. So, that being said, just a very, very quick recap. You guys received a task from the person known as the accountant to recover some stolen goods. You visited a ship captain and learned that the boat got stuck inside the tunnel. And you got some names of some suspicious people. Gabriella, you thought that it was a little fishy. It's like their story wasn't adding up, like just didn't make sense. And looked at the scrapes on the boat. Noticed that the boat scrapes were too clean. Both Gabriella and Mickey were like, hmm, let's go find our contact moist. You did, and after some very quick and easy convincing, mostly with a knife to his throat, you learned that Moist took two jobs on the same boat, and you guys convinced him to take you to the site. You also learned that Aliska is the one who wanted the accountant's cargo. So at this point, you guys are walking in the tunnel, and due to how low the water level is in the tunnel, it's really muddy. What kind of footwear are you guys wearing? Boots. Okay. Almost up to the knee. I think Gabriella has some some stylish but workable boots. So I know her character art shows like slippers, but technically <laughs> technically she has like boots that have like the curl tip at the end. Okay. Mickey? Mickey's gonna take his shoes off for this. He doesn't want to lose them. That mm. makes sense. Oh, retcon. Irithel is wearing thigh high boots. Thigh high boots. Thigh high boots. Nice. Things just got steamy in here. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are trudging along, and the further you get into the tunnel, the more squelchy it gets. Mm. And the harder it is to walk in some areas. I certainly wish I hadn't wasted my only opportunity to levitate (laughs) earlier today. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) Yeah, you just did that trying to get out of uh, Mickey's reach, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so this is very <sighs> difficult terrain at this point. So you guys are going at half speed 
Mickey's enjoying the mud between his toes. <laughs> it's like a spa day for you, huh? I am not enjoying this. My speed is now essentially 10 feet. Oof. 25, oh. halved. Mm, yeah. And, Yikes. And, and why is that? Why is Irithel... Your speed you can, only 25 when you're supposed to be an elf with 30 feet, right? You can definitely tell by now. Irithel has a terrible limp right now mm. in her left foot. I- Irithel, um, are, are you all right? You seem to be lagging behind a bit. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Squelch, squelch, squelch. Mm. I mean, it's a little difficult going in here. Do you, do you need some help? It's, it's just an old injury. It's fine. Okay. Now, Gabby, everyone knows that elves wilt in the mud. Be nice. I'm, I'm not even sure how to respond to that being a drow. Literally living in the dirt. Mickey. Irithel <laughs> will. She sighs. I, I'm sorry. My, my temper's a little short. My leg is paining me, and it is an old injury, but I'll be fine. Well, as long as it won't hold us up too much, we, we do have time. We are on a time crunch here. But yep, going as fast as I can. Well, let us know if you need to take a break. We're okay. not trying to slaughter you with the hike here. So somebody please do... Power. Slaughter with heck. <laughs> uh, who's taking charge of... Well, let me back up. Me. Who's got <laughs> Moist? Who's leading? So Moist has a torch out. Who has dark vision? Does anybody have dark vision? I do. How far can you see out? I can see 60 feet. Sorry, I 120 mean, feet. Yeah, you okay. have superior. I almost feel like it's a question of who doesn't have dark vision. I also have blind sight for 10 feet. So, Irithel has dark vision. Does Gabriella? Uh, no, but I'm carrying a torch. Okay. Izzy? Izzy does not have dark vision. Okay. And Mickey, do you? Mickey does, but he's not admitting to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you also aren't tripping. I mean, we have torches. Mm-hmm. 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 I am going to roll a survival check for Moist. We'll see how it goes. He has... Can he see in the dark? He's holding a torch. No. Okay, so he cannot see in the dark, though? Birkin don't have night sight unless... Yeah, just they don't. Unless oh, one of their okay. base you know, uh, species really, really had it strongly, they don't. So Moist is holding a torch, and you see him, Irithel especially, and Mickey especially. You notice him looking longingly at some puddles as you walk by. <laughs> as one does. And as you're walking, you see him every once in a while just move over towards them, takes a quick dip, and then comes back out. Okay. He really likes the water. I guess he has to stay moist. Yeah. Yep. Mickey <laughs> and uh, Gabriella, you guys know that he's, he tends to do this, so he probably has some sort of issue with flaky skin. You have to keep up appearances for namesake. It's true. Must be moist to be moist. It's true. So, I am going to roll a survival check for Moist. Okay. As you guys are walking down this, well, squelching down this tunnel, you come up to a portion of the tunnel that looks like it's collapsed. Recently? Very recently. He kind of scratches his head and says, What well, wasn't here earlier? Huh. There have been some cave-in recentlies. But does this look natural or does this look meditated? He just came by here earlier today. What do you think? I think meditated, but... (laughs) But we're also a very suspicious lot. Well, it could be either or. Unfortunately, we're going to have to go around. So it might take an hour or two longer. Really trying not to groan over here. (laughs) Going to power through. Moist, I I feel it's, it's... Incredibly important that we tell you that we are, in fact, on a time crunch. While I understand that, I can't get through this. And he, like, pulls a rock out from in the middle of this rock Mm. slide. And, like, three more bigger rocks take its place. So it's like a very dangerous life-size Jenga. Mm. Very much so, yeah. That's fair. We, We could try, but I can't guarantee that we will all survive. That's fair. Just want to... And encourage you not to take any uh, extra detours. Noted. So please give me a marching order as you guys are slogging through this tunnel. Well, Izzy is going to be next to someone holding a torch, but preferably not moist. <laughs> I think Gabriella would probably give a little bit of space for moist. 
as he has the other torch. And so I would go probably about the middle to the back of our, our group here. Middle to back, okay. So it's going to go Izzy in the back, right? Is that what Pink. you said? You're staying next to someone with a torch? Yeah. I can either be right in front of Gabriella or it can be right behind Gabriella. Do you have a preference? No, no, fine. I can take up the back. Okay. A, I'm slow, and B, I have dark vision so I can so watch our backs. I am right in front of Gabriella. Wait, is the light going to bother you? No, only direct sunlight will. Okay, so yeah, I'll be in front of Gabriella, and then Aerith will come behind Gabriella. I hear floodlights are also a problem, but you know, we don't have those. Yes, right floodlights <laughs> probably would be a problem. <laughs> Mickey, where are you? Mickey is going to be in front. He is looking for traps. Okay. He's the party rogue after all. Mm-hmm. That's the investigation well, and check, it sounds right? like mm-hmm. there, there's been some cavens and someone who mm. is causing trouble in here. Surely they might leave some traps. Would you like me to roll my investigation? Please do. My investigation is a 19. Lovely. With a 19, you do not see any traps. One never does. However, you see that the area is starting to flatten out just a little bit. And when I say flatten out, I mean there's more water rather than mud. So you think that you're getting closer to the river and where you guys are supposed to be going. As you are walking, what's your passive perceptions? 10. 10. 16. 13. But if I can smell it. Yeah, Mickey, go ahead and make a smell check. My passive smelling is 16. Okay. With the 16, you smell something fishy. <laughs> No. Sea creature <laughs> You mean something maybe froggy, maybe fishy, possibly oh. slothy? No, 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 not swampy, fishy. <laughs> this is much different. Uh-huh. Moist. Bathe more. Also, I smell fish. Does anyone else smell fish? And as you say that, you, out of the corner of your eye, Irithel, because you can see the furthest, you see something flapping towards you. Hold, something's coming. What? Where? I immediately draw out my scimitars. Okay. I pull out my weapons as well. Take a defensive stance. As you do. Please roll initiative. Okay. Oh, it's so refreshing having a character that has dexterity. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You mean you don't miss Celestine? Oh, I miss Celestine a lot. Okay, but not her her initiative initiative rolls. (laughs) Minus two. (laughs) And always rolling super low. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Izzy, what did you get? 11. Irithel, what did you get? 24. Noise. You do have like a plus nine. Yes, I do. (laughs) Bye-bye, Celestine. (laughs) Mickey. 21. Okay, you guys are rolling really good today. Not you say me. that. <laughs> Gabriella. Nine. Nine. Okay. Nine. <laughs> I was too busy admiring the beautiful... Mud. And mud, mud is beautiful, and you're right. <laughs> Izzy doesn't agree. <laughs> A woman of paste. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. When so, I can get it. I mean, if, if it's uh, your fish paste is pretty good and you'll fry it down. All right. So, Irithel, up in front of you, coming down the tunnel, you see a very strange octopus-looking thing. Oh. It's like a cross between squid, octopus, and like a rock. And it's flying in the air, and you hear the flapping of tentacles. I've been playing Elden Ring. We know what this is, except not flying usually. <laughs> the octopi in Elden Ring just kind of look like balls of rock with tentacles. It's a rocktopus, basically. I will warn the party. Guys, there's a, apparently a flying octopus what? in front Where of us. Where is it? Ah, a spaghetti monster. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some weird things in my time as an adventurer, but this takes the cake. <laughs> so, Irithel, please make a intelligence check. Spaghetti saving throw. Do you want a nature check? Well, is this a nature thing or is it an arcana mm-hmm. thing? Is this a saving our... check or is it a knowledge? This would be a knowledge and it would be arcana. Okay. That is a total of one. Oh, <laughs> you've never seen this before in your life. Okay, It's cool. just a flying weird octopus thing. Yep, it's a flying weird octopus thing, guys. Where do I stab it? <laughs> you tell me. We'll find out together. Can it see us? 
It's coming towards us. Beerthil, is that the end of your turn? Just telling people what's happening? Uh, I will hold my action. How far away is it? 40 feet. Yeah, it's about 40 okay. feet away. Does it look hostile? It's flapping towards you. <laughs> With that knowledge check, it's, it's just flapping towards Moist? you. What is it? And I'll hold my turn. Okay. Hold my action as I have my shield and my rapier out. Mickey, it is your turn. Mickey is not overly fond of being caught out like this, and so he is going to move. He would like to move here. Where's here? Uh, where is here? That depends on how quickly I can move myself. Also, Boop. describe for the listeners because mm-hmm. we cannot point. It's okay. You guys couldn't see it either. They <laughs> can't see it. Nobody knows where I'm actually moving. <laughs> Mickey takes a hop, skip, and a jump and moves to stand behind Glimmer Glamour. Glimmer Glamour is so bright and obvious that Mickey is certain you won't be able to see him from behind her. Mickey, as a small, cute, adorable furkin, has the ability. Symbiotic relationships. You can attempt to hide even when you are obscured only by a creature that is at least one size larger than you. Which is most everything. Yeah, which is most medium-sized creatures. Okay. Mickey would like to attempt to hide. Go ahead and make a hide check. Dead average for Mickey, just 20. Just 20, huh? Total of 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. You think you're hidden. Anything else? Can I, uh... Hmm. Do you have a dagger, Glimmer Glamour? I do. I would like to draw his dagger. <laughs> her, her dagger? Her, her dagger, sorry. Okay. It's not very subtle. I pull it from your sheath. Um, I think probably. I do. Okay, there you go. I mean, Izzy has three. <laughs> She's right behind Gabriella, so. <laughs> That's the end of my turn. Okay. Next up is Moist. Moist holds up the flame and says, Whoa, dear. Dark mantles. Weirdly, out of the throngs and throngs of hair, he takes his arm from the back, and you see that not all of it is hair, like he's kind of hunched over, and somehow pulls out a great axe. That's impressive. And he looks... It's collapsible. Sure, it's a collapsible axe. He pulls it out, straightens it out, it clicks into place, and he starts looking up to the ceiling and looking on the ground. He says, be wary. They're scourges. Scourges are packs of dark mantles. And he's going to hold his action until something moves that isn't you guys. Next up is the dark mantle that Irithel can see, now that you know what it is. It flies 30 feet closer to you. I believe that should be in range for everybody to see now. If it's within 20 to 40 feet of the torchlight, then yes. Yes. So you guys, Iritha wasn't lying. It's definitely a octopus brock tentacle flying in the air. And it screeches. And at that moment, you hear, foo, 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 as from above you, you hear the sounds of, like, squelching and something falling towards you guys. Like things are falling off the ceiling towards us. Things are falling off the ceiling towards you. Loverly. What look to be rocks are now these tentacle things flying over to you. Moist is going to take an attack because something moved. That wasn't you guys. Oh, misses with a three. Yikes. So, first up... I take it we've been ambushed. Um, did Irithel also... Get an opportunity. Oh, yes. You can see the one flying in front of you, and you hear something above you. Can I hit the one that's above me? Sure. Go for it. That would be a 23. I would hope 22. anything above 20 Oh, yeah, hits. that hits. Oh, if it doesn't, I am very concerned. <laughs> TPK. That is nine damage. Okay. And what did you hit it with? I hit it with a rapier. Okay. Explain what you do. All of a sudden, I hear movement ahead uh, above me, and my rapier comes whooshing out of the sheath and goes, choo, and it cuts it. Okay. It cuts into it, and there's a squelching scream of pain as it comes in contact with your rapier, and you notice that there's yellow eyes around it, <laughs> and one of them is no longer there. You got one of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joy, can I hit it again? Um, Wasn't that an attack of opportunity, or was that your turn? It was my held action. Yeah, so held action, you get both attacks, right? I don't think so. Because I didn't do anything on my turn. Usually a delay is you simply say, uh, not yet, not yet on your turn. 
Whereas a ready, it allows you to react to a situation. Okay, cool. So you get one hit off of it. All right, I'm going to roll a d4. One hits Mickey, two hits Izzy, three hits Gabriella, and four hits Arithel. And there's three coming at you. First one, Gabriella, something falls on top of you. Ah, ah, get it off, get it off. <laughs> oh, also the one I hit can't move, by the way. And why is that? Sentinel. <laughs> it probably falls out of the air. It still falls. It can't hover in the air. That is fair. As long as it doesn't move sideways. <laughs> right. If Just, it tries to move, it can't move, but it's still falling in the fine. air. That's right? fine. That's fine. Gravity is still an object. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Sentinel stops gravity. Oh, if it does, that would be fun. <laughs> You're mid-fall, and I attack you with Sentinel, and all of a sudden you stop falling. Six seconds. <laughs> Actually, it's rather effective against flying creatures because it makes their speed zero, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it makes it so they can't fly anymore. Yep. For the round, at least, yeah. Mm-hmm. If this wasn't 5th edition, that might be a really powerful ability. Mm-hmm. It's still a good ability. In earlier editions, it could have just knocked you out of the air because you couldn't move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, it probably could still knock you out of the air. If it can't move, you can't fly, you just drop. Anyways, does a 21 hit you? Ooh. Uh, it does. Um... Okay, I rolled, really, I rolled really low. So you take four points of bludgeoning damage, Ugh. and suddenly your head is engulfed in a very squishy mouth Ew. with teeth all around your neck. <laughs> Gabriella, you are blinded and are suffocating. No! You cannot Great. breathe. Oh, no! So if only it had attacked me instead, I don't need to breathe. There's two or three <laughs> yeah. more, don't worry. Oh, wait, does it make you incapacitated? No. So suffocation rules are if I become incapacitated, then I cannot. Suffocation hold my is one mm-hmm. plus your con mod. So what is your con modifier? I assume oh. this is one minute plus your con mod, right? Uh it's two. Plus two? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can technically hold your breath for three minutes or is it three rounds? Three minutes. Three minutes. Okay. So you are suffocating and you will suffocate in three in three minutes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this fight will be over by then. <laughs> All right. Next up, I'm going to roll a d4. One is Mickey. Two is Izzy. Three is Irithel. And four is a reroll. Not Moist? Oh, yeah. Moist. Sorry. Moist mm-hmm. will be number four. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I forget. <laughs> NPCs, man. <laughs> uh, Irithel. One falls on you. The one that you attacked. No! <laughs> and it comes c- come at you. Come at me, bro. I think it's a nine. I have an armor class of 18 with my shield. I yeah. cover my head with my shield. Yeah. Between your attack and your shield just kind of boom and falls <laughs> oh, no. to the ground. And because you sentineled it, it can't move. <laughs> so it's just stuck on the ground. Somebody stomp on it. <laughs> okay, next up. It's going to be you. Odds, Mickey. No. One, Mickey. Two, uh, Izzy. Izzy. Three, Moist. Moist. Four reroll. Izzy. Cool. Ah, that's a ten. She squelches away. <laughs> <laughs> Side squelch, squelch, squelch. squelch. Squelch, squelch, All right. So one of them plops right in front of you into the muddy water. And its tentacles are coming at you. I will attack you next. <laughs> okay, next up is... Oh, Izzy, it is your turn. Yep. So I I keep my promise, and I'm going to attack the one that just fell in front of me. Okay. So we are following the new rules for two-weapon fighting, correct? Correct. So House rules. House rules. House House rules, rules. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we decided that Izzy's two-weapon fighting wasn't going to scale properly, and it was going to be real sad. So we decided to adopt Triant Monk's options that he had come up with to help with two-weapon fighting. So Izzy... What do you get to do? So I now have three attacks on my action, and I get to add an additional plus one damage on any weapon that I am dual wielding. So I'm assuming that doesn't apply to like my longbow or crossbow or unarmed. So cool. It's okay. She has her scimitars. So And to clarify, you already had three attacks as long as you were dual wielding. The new thing here for you 
is that it does not take a bonus action and because you have the witch feet to weapon fighting yes. something or other. I have dual wielding. Dual wielding, in addition to what dual wielding already does, you can add plus one to the damage here because of your fifth level. Yep. Nice. Fun stuff. So time unfreezes as we talk about <laughs> game mechanics. <laughs> and Izzy All right, so makes an attack. I am going well, okay, sorry. Bonus action summon Dora, because I have to do that. Yeah. Okay. She has to join me in all my fights. Especially since your bonus action has now been freed. Yes. So bonus action summon Dora. And then I am going to attack. So on my first roll. <laughs> that is a 26 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> Where's my D6? Scimitar attack. That is 10 points of slashing damage. Second attack. That is 14 to hit. That hits. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that to hit. 12 points of slashing damage. And then third Busy. attack. Oh, I killed this thing. How do you kill this thing? <laughs> so... Thoroughly creeped out by this thing that its tentacles are wrapping <laughs> around your legs. It literally <laughs> fell from above and I barely dodged it. Well, well, not barely dodged it, but I dodged it. And it is grossing me out. So I slash at it once and then I slash it in the opposite diagonal direction. And it just kind of, you know, you've seen like those dumplings that you kind of like cross and then when you cut them or whatever and then they cook and they kind of like puff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it does. Gross. <laughs> yeah, it's very gross. You've made some calamari out of this. <laughs> Great. Yep. Yum. So your third attack has not gone off yet. Okay. So I already rolled it. So I'm going to go ahead and stab the one that is in front of Irithel because she's right next to me. Okay. I rolled a 27 to hit. No, I'm sorry. That does not hit. <laughs> I'm just so sorry. Take it back. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> That is 10. Okay. Actually, can I retcon and say that that attack actually came from Dora? Because she actually would have been closer. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. And then that's it. That ends my turn. Next up, Gabriella, you are suffocating and blinded. I'm going to try and tear it off. Okay. Wait, I'm going to make a a post strength check. Yep. Post strength check. Uh, I'm rubbish. How about a five? (laughs) All right, it got a 16. Yeah. Explain what a five would look like trying to get a dark mantle off of your head. Uh, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Grabbing it and pulling and pulling, but it's just so stuck on there. Just, and it's just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. there's not a lot that I can do. It makes an embarrassing snapping rubber noise. Yeah, it's mm. it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, no. And I can't see anything, so I can't, and I can't say anything. Oh, no. And you were still suffocating. Yeah, so it's great. I'm fine. It's great. Just, no. just great. Oh, no. <laughs> and or you need to stop the habit of dying, so... Yeah, it's okay. I'll just roll up a new character. This no. is fine. This is fine. No. This is fine. The, the, the train of Ander multiple character continues. Irithel, uh, it's your turn. Okay. There's a dark mantle on the ground next to you. There's one on... Gabriella's head, and there's one flying towards you guys. I will go ahead and drop my shield and help get the... So I don't think I can cut it off of Gabriella's face. Why not? How much do you like your face? Yeah. Mm, I've got got magic for that. I mean, I feel like these are thick boys, right? Thick thick, boys? Like umbrellas. Thick boys. Yeah, they're thick. (laughs) Like umbrellas. Was it feasible for me to try to cut it while it's on her face? I mean, you can you can certainly do that the question, without is, is, injuring is it, is it her feasible, face. It, is it feasible that she would cut her face while she's it's on her face? Both are yes. So we're yes. Gonna take a dagger. Okay, it's a little more finesse. You need a mace. <laughs> yeah, not the mace. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> while that would take care of the problem, I think it would cause others. So I'm going to drop would not the shield and. Actually, no, we're going to drop the rapier, draw the dagger, and I'm going to try to pry it off of Gabriella's face and slice it off at the same time. Okay. So basically attack. Perfect. With a dagger. Maybe do I, it. Do it. Maybe I'm excited I can give you advantage. Do it. I don't know. 13. 13 hits. Do I get sneak attack? You do. Oh, <gasps> yes. Can't nice. remember. Do I get sneak attack on only one? 
I think so. On your so. first attack. On yeah. your first, okay, on a, one's per turn. One's per turn, got it, okay. It was not expecting you to sneak up on it with a dagger. <laughs> 13. Tell me how you get this dark mantle off of Gabrielle's face. I slip the dagger underneath and find a nice purchase and then just slit it and then pull it off and yank it and throw it onto the ground. <gasps> you okay, Gabriella? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was brilliant, like a table trick. Okay. <laughs> the dark mantle twitches a little bit and then eh, dies. Gabriella remains standing. <laughs> so I have already <laughs> used my attack. Or, mm, I can't pull another weapon out yet, so I will continue attacking with my dagger and hit the one that's on the ground next to me. Cool. 17. 17 hits. Aw, five damage. And that's all I got. Okay, next up, Mickey. I move. Where do you move? Kiting around my slimy friend, Moist. I poke out from behind him, and I ready Glimmer Glamour's dagger and hurl it headlong into the flappy monster. Okay. I spend a power token because I don't like that result. Okay. <gasps> Thank you. Much better. 18. 18 hits. Nice. Small pokey object does a d4. Four damage. Plus six is up to 10. Then we are quite sneaky. So another four is up to 14. And. Oh, roll the one on that. So at the end of the day, a mere 15 points of damage with sneak attack. How do you kill the third Dark Mantle? I throw. Glimmer Glamour's knife at it. I've forgotten your character's first name, actually. Gabriella. <laughs> Which is so funny, because I've been calling you Glimmer Glamour. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. I throw Glimmer Glamour's knife at it. It twirls through the air. What does the knife look like? I think that this is got orange filigree on it. It's got a, it's got a fleur-de-lis on it. It probably still has it, but I pierced the ink sack of this octopoid remnant and the entire thing just goes black before the entire thing spins around, spraying ink on everybody within (laughs) five feet. Which is really funny because for a second, as you hit that sack, everything gets super dark for a moment and then goes away. Darn weird magic And so you can see again, just very, very quickly, a bunch of darkness came out of that sack. (laughs) And you never see that dagger again as it (laughs) falls into the mud. (laughs) Mickey draws his dagger. And then Mickey goes and hides behind Glimmer Glamour. Make a stealth check. Aw, a low 818. Because you rolled below a 10? I rolled an 8. Uh-huh. It's tragic. <laughs> I, I just can't wait for when you roll, like, you know, a 2. <laughs> <laughs> and get a mere 12. Right. <laughs> Hopefully I'll have something going, like, yeah, I don't know, a pass without trace or something. So it'll actually be a 20. <laughs> well, in two. that case, roll a 20, and then you'll have a 40, and you will stealth out of the game. Okay, next up is the dark mantle that's flying in the air. It hovers for a second, realizes y'all not worth it. <laughs> and the same thing that happened to the dark mantle that Mickey killed, you see darkness grow out of it and you can no longer see it or anything else within a... It inked itself. Oh, <laughs> you made me ink. <laughs> so within basically... The cavern in front of you, as the guy, as you guys were getting closer to the water, the cavern gets super dark, and you hear the flapping of, I was going to say wings, of tentacles as this thing starts flying away, and you see that the darkness is following with it. Run away, run away. Fly away? Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. You guys are out of initiative, I assume, unless you want to go after it. Nope. Hooray! Uh, we have other important things to do. Okay. Is everyone okay? Yeah, uh, I'm totally fine. Uh, Those things Dora were nasty. Goes away. Get, yeah, get they're real. really gross. Have we seen Dora before? I mean, I showed her okay, uh, when right. we first met. Well, this is not a shocking reveal again. <laughs> no. You guys see Dora <laughs> kicking one of the dark mantles, and she's like, ew, that's gross. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, so, have have fun whatever world you go to when I dismiss you. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and she disappears. Uh, I just brush my face off and just this sickly slime and goo from the slashed blood from the 
uh, dark mandel all over my face. Ugh, this is. Ugh. I pull a handkerchief here, uh, Gabriella. I'll, I'll Thank bet you. that takes forever to get um, out of the fur. To say oh, nothing right. of all the ink. Uh, uh, give me a moment, and using your, um, your handkerchief, she flourishes it without actually touching her skin. Mm-hmm. And there are bright purple and orange sparkles as all of the goo and ink and things like that on her face disappears as I cast prestidigitation yes. to clean my face. Very nice. Stuff. Nice. I pick up my rapier from the mud where I dropped it. Mm-hmm. I sheathe my dagger and I'll pull out another handkerchief and wipe off my blade. Uh, Erithel, thank you for that. And I return your spotless, spotless. <laughs> uh, handkerchief. It's cleaner than you give it to me. <laughs> oh, good. That's funny. Freshly laundried. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, mm, I don't like, don't like those things. Yeah, that was unpleasant. But are we still headed in the right direction, Moist? Yes. We'll hit the river in about 10 minutes. And then we're going to head west. All right, everyone's accounted for. Everyone has their... No one's lost anything in the mud. I do a quick stretch and stretch my legs out. Okay, I think I'm ready. How long until we get there, Moist? At this point, you guys have been walking for a couple hours, but because it's been so slow, normally you guys would have been able to get there within two like two and a half hours or so. Unfortunately, it's going to take another hour and a half to two hours, especially with the detour of the cave-in. Okay. So, Irithel, when you were stretching your leg, did you maybe accidentally hit the dagger that was <laughs> landed in the mud? <laughs> oh, uh, Gabby's dagger? Yeah. Don't even know it's gone. <laughs> I've been sitting here, curious. you know, curiously watching to see if it'll get picked up. <laughs> I mean, Mickey knows it's there, but... Yeah, I know. And Izzy doesn't know it's there. This is just Ashlyn wondering. Oh. Uh-huh. I'll Ashlyn prob- trying to take care of people's items. <laughs> uh, yes. Perception of 16. Would I notice a glimmer? Yeah. As you're doing your calisthenics, you feel something hard. I pick it up. And dagger-like. I pick it up. Did anyone lose a dagger? Oh. Oh, that, that's mine. Oh, thank you. Must have gotten knocked off in the fight. Oh, Ugh, here, It looks here disgusting. Is. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she just cleaned it off. <laughs> uh, and I stow that away in my pouch. And at the same time... I pull out a small bit of powder that looks like snow or something, and I toss it into the air, and it coalesces around my skin as I cast Armor of Agathis. Nice. It only lasts an hour, but grants me temporary hit points, and if anybody attacks me, it deals five cold damage back. I love Armor of Agathis. It's a good one. Sweetness. Coldness. (sighs) Coldness. Yes. Coolness. I Very cool. Coolness. <laughs> <laughs> Got there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so as Moise said, you guys reach the edge of the river, and it is extremely low right now. And just looking from what you guys can see with your torches, the tunnel itself is about a mile wide, and you guys have gotten pretty dang close to the center of this mile to get to the edge of the water. It's really rough walking through. Moist turns to you guys and he says, we can keep going or we can take a break. It's up to you. So out of game, if you take a short rest at this point, you will not gain exhaustion. If you keep going, you will gain exhaustion. Is there like a endurance check to avoid gaining exhaustion or? Uh, Yeah, you can do that, but there will be a dice roll if you guys want to continue. How many hours do we have left? About an hour and a half. Well, two. for the... For our time limit. At this point, I'll say it's about 30 hours. I would vote a break. Okay, then. Okay, let's take a break. All right. You guys take your short rest. Nothing bothers you. It's eerily silent, though. There's no boats, cause, and normally this area is just chock full of boats going in and out. Even right now during the... Because it's the off-season, right? It is the off-season, so... You guys haven't seen any boats. Hmm. But when it's heyday and when people are normally going into the tunnel, it's full of traffic. Okay. After about an hour, Moist hops to his feet and says, let's get going. Off we go. All right. You guys continue following the edge of the water. I'm searching for traps. 
Go for it. That is a 21. About 45 minutes into your trek, you see something poking out of the mud. What is it? It looks like it could be a trap. It's a fish. Mm. Especially if somebody couldn't see it. We're going to watch walk close to it. You guys are. You're walking right towards it. You're going to watch it a little longer. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm glad I'm in the back. As you get closer and closer. Does and it closer, still look like a trap? It still looks like a trap. What kind of a trap? It's in the mud, but it's like this almost a root thing that's slowly and just very simply curving out of the mud. So it's a creature. Mickey, Mickey, what what do you, what do you see there? What you looking at? Oh, don't you see that t- tentacle slowly moving and tentacle? curving out oh. of the mud? Points <laughs> <laughs> her finger and a burst of purple energy with looks like like leaves leaves and stars spiraling around it uh-huh. shoots so actually two beams of this shoot out and fire at the tentacle thing as I cast Eldritch Blast okay go ahead and roll the attack roll Gabriella is not messing around <laughs> I can't roll worth crap um, good thing I've got a good bonus um, oh. Oh, that's, yeah, you have, have a power Okay, so token. I have a total of 15 at the moment. To use or not to use? I'll use it, yeah, sure. I'll bump it up to a 20 to hit. That definitely hits. Okay, so that was the first one. Do I roll for each beam? Yes. Yes. Okay. So do you get two beams? Yes. And that one missed. Okay, so can I do this? Is stick with my 15 and then use my power token on my second roll. Okay. So... 15 and a 17. Both hit. Cool. Roll your damage, please. Thank you, kind Corin. Yes, you are very benevolent. But don't push it. <laughs> no, that's That's, that's Ashlyn. <laughs> that, that's my thing. <laughs> Ooh, good rolls, good rolls. How about 9 and 10? Woo-hoo. With 19 points of damage. It also gets pushed back 10 feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with 19 points of damage, this thing, you hear a tink, tink. And you see this weird, almost like one of those door handles for like dresser drawers, you know, like the the long tubes, like kind of fancy. So like a drawer handle? Yeah, like a drawer handle. But it's made out of like tin or something. And it goes flying. It doesn't go five. It doesn't <laughs> go 10 feet. It just goes flying. Goes tumbling end over end. Yeah, end over end. As it does that, it just explodes. Huh. <laughs> and Good. as you guys just get closer, stand you realize... there with hands on the hips, just like, yeah, got it. And as you get closer, you realize it was moving because there was this, like, really weird-looking sand creature, almost like a sand crab, but crabs don't live near lakes, so some sort of underdark crab thing was slowly dragging it along to wherever it was supposed to go. It was definitely a trap. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't kill the crab. She wasn't aiming for the crab. <laughs> True. Is the crab small, big? It's small. Okay. Didn't know if this is a threat crab. It looks it's up at you. It's a giant crab and it's going <laughs> to... Yes, it's a Point gi- my fingers at it. <laughs> yeah, you see the small Back metal off. tin thing and oh yeah, there's a giant crab behind it. how <laughs> <laughs> big it was. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. I'll say it's like a little less than a foot long. Okay, this is like dinner plate size. Yeah, dinner plate size. And it looks at you with its crab eyes and it does like the little clack, 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 clack in anger and it's scuttling back and forth. Mm, I stare it back, stare it down. Make an intimidation check. Okay. (laughs) Is this what we're reduced to? (laughs) Intimidating crabs. 15? Definitely. I I can do better. (laughs) It... You see it starting to push his crab arm towards you, but you give it the stink eye, mm. and it goes click a click again, and then scuttles away. Yeah, you run away. <laughs> Isn't it like one of those like dating sims? It's like so and so will remember this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no, the crab is going to be recurring enemy. <laughs> That's okay. Just like I cows. will remember it as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was cows in the first campaign. It's it's going to be crabs in this oh, campaign. No. Yep. <laughs> All right, so you guys continue, and after another hour of trudging and trudging and trudging, and at this point, you're all soggy, you're all, like, 
real gross. The mud is up to your like waists at this point. Ugh. Oh, not like you're wading through okay, mud but... up to your waist, but like all the splashback and stuff. It's just. Okay. I feel like I should mention as soon as like Izzy noticed how deep this muddy water was getting, she would have like packed away all of her jewelry that was around her waist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely do that. She can't afford her wares to get dirty. <laughs> she needs to sell them. <laughs> right. And as you guys approach kind of a wider opening, I say wider. The river is wider, but it's also shallower. And Moist points over to the opposite side of the bank and says, that's where my team was. So just a reminder for everybody, there were two teams. There was the team to get the boat stuck to make sure that worked. And then there was the team who got onto the boat and stole the cargo. Okay, got it. That was with Aliska. What else do you need to know? Where did they take the goods? They were supposed to take it south. And he points down one of the tunnels. It's a very, very small tunnel. Mm Mm-hmm. They were supposed to take it down there for about a mile or so. There's an area that's not very wet, and they were supposed to wait there for Eliska to come back, and then she would take the product herself. However, I haven't seen my guys in a while. I wonder where they've gone. Do we have someone good with tracking? There's going to be a lot of upturned mud here, but maybe if we go down towards the tunnel in the south, we might be able to see footprints. I mean... They stank. Mickey, can you smell anything? Sure. Shall I roll survival? Go ahead. Slightly below average, 15. So with a 15, you don't really smell anything. It's dark, it's damp, it's muddy. There's another crab. <laughs> don't know what these things are, but there's another crab. It's keeping Gabriella its distance. gives it this, this terrible eyes. Just like, mm, Mickey's going to you know, grab one of the crabs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's going to start kind of... Click, 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 click. You know, as he's, you know, looking about, he's going to start kind of working to peel it open and eat it. Click, 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 click. And then the clicking stops. <laughs> mm. So you don't smell anything. Like I said, it's musty, it's dirty, It's there's a lot going on over here. However, as you're looking around the area, you do see in a very, very small tunnel, the very small tunnel that Moist pointed down... You do see drag marks and very thick humanoid-ish holes, which look like people trudging through mud. Okay. Well, I guess we should continue. Uh, that, yeah, that, that looks like the appropriate path. Hmm. All right. This is where I stop. I took you to where you wanted me to take you. Don't you want to know what happened to your men? Not really, no. Not really, No, Moist just wants to wait in awkward silence, wondering whether or not the accountant will be coming for him. I've done my part. We shall see if the accountant agrees with that. Go ahead and make an intimidation check with advantage. I am trained in intimidation. 22. You know what? On second thought, (laughs) maybe I should go with you to make sure you guys don't die by other dark mantles. Hmm. Yeah, that might be a smart idea. Okay. Let's go. We also really appreciate you helping us get back, too. That's okay. True. On we go down the tiny little corridor. All right. More trudging. More, more gross. Trudging. Yay. Izzy's boots are ruined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Everything is pretty much ruined if it's not in some sort of, like, water-sealed baggie or something. Mm. But as you guys continue... The mud gets less and less, and you feel the elevation get higher and higher. Just a little bit. Enough that it doesn't feel soggy and wet. So you think most of the year, this part, it is not underwater. Okay. Ever. As you continue to trudge, Irithel, go ahead and make a perception check for me, please. As the elevation's getting higher, it's getting less muddy. 14. With a 14, you see four lumps that look like they sunk into mud, but it's kind of weird because this area, it's, like I said before, is not as muddy, but you see four lumps in your way. And there were four doll crates, right? Yes. How big are the lumps? From where you're standing, they're not as big as those crates. Okay. And they look like mounds rather than like somebody tried to bury something. Well, it's like somebody, it, they're not square like somebody tried to bury a crate. Mm-hmm. They look more like oblonged mounds. Hmm. Shallow. 
Do they look like creatures hiding? Mm, with a 14, you're not sure. I would but like, it is odd. I would like to shoot it with a hand crossbow. Okay. Roll an attack. Do, do you tell us any, any of this? I'll mention it because otherwise you guys are going to panic because I pull out a hand crossbow <laughs> from Mickey. behind you guys. You're like, that looks suspicious. Mickey's going to step out of the light and hide. Okay. Actually, everybody roll initiative, please, for this. You will get your first attack off in, quote-unquote, the surprise round. Oh, good. So, it missed. Do I get surprised? Can you not be surprised? The question is, since we're attacking these things, do I get surprised? Because that changes my initiative. Oh, because that's right. Because your class lets you have special things if you surprise something. Mr. Gloomstalker? Sure. We'll say that, yeah. All right. First up, Izzy, what is your initiative? Oh, man, just roll it. Uh, that's a 13. Irithel. 26. Oh, my gosh. You're rolling rocks tonight. Mickey. Hold on. I have to check if I have advantage on initiative. <laughs> it's okay. all right. Just wait until... Uh, Ask him. Yeah, we wait until the crossbow Gabriella. comes up. 18 this time. I'm much more prepared for these tentacle creatures. <laughs> okay, it doesn't look like I get advantage on initiative, so it's only 18. Okay. The horror of only an 18. I rolled low. Irithel. Yep. Go ahead and roll your attack roll, please. Mm, I'm debating on whether I should use my power token, because I rolled a one. Use it. Well, power token would give you a plus five. Well. And a one is a one on attack, no matter what. Hmm. You've got a, a good to hit bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be a total of eight, so plus five would be 13. What she just said, though, was that a one is a one no matter what, implying that you automatically miss. Okay, so that is a yeah. fail. Okay, mm-hmm. so I will not use it then. Okay. That part of I couldn't attacks remember. is not going to change. How do you miss? Well, you know, I'm off by three inches. It hits the ground next to it. Okay. So the hand crossbow bolt, shook, and hits into the dirt. Gabriella, mm-hmm. your ally just attacked something. Well, I, I'd let you guys know. Hmm? I let you guys know that yeah, something's suspicious. Yeah. I said something suspicious. Okay. Can I see the thing? Is it within sight? You can see 120 feet. It's about 60 feet away. So no, you, there's and it's still dark in here. So it sounds like no, you cannot see it yet. We need to move another 20 feet. Did it anything move when I shot it? Nothing moved. No. I will inform you guys that nothing has moved with that shot. You can gather I missed because Irithel starts swearing quietly. Darn aim, I need to practice crossbow more. So, Gabriella, it is your turn. So describe again, mound of what? So, in front of you, you see like these oblong mounds. Like a grave. In the ground. They're pretty high up, but it, it there's not a lot of mud, but it looks like they're covered in something. So, maybe f- something fresh, but... They're 60 feet away, so I don't think you can necessarily see them yet Hmm. because of darkness. We can move forward 20 feet. I haven't seen anything move yet. Yeah, I'm going to just bring the torch a little bit closer. I'm going to move maybe maybe about like 20 feet closer. Yeah. Not not get up right on closer than things. I don't, I don't really relish the idea of things jumping out of the mud at me, but I, I'm going to go up and take a closer look without getting right on top of it. Okay. Just so those of us who can't see in the dark can see. Make a make a quick perception check. Sure. 13. Looks like a mound of something. Does it look like earth? Yeah. Okay. Mud, probably. Mm-hmm. Anything else on your turn? Mickey hisses at you. Because <laughs> you, you know, lit him up. He's annoyed by it. Oh. <laughs> 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 so walk forward the... Lights up, Mickey. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you are, Mickey. The creature of the <laughs> night over there. Wonder where you ended up. <laughs> Our creature of the night over there. Speaking of Mickey, it is your turn. Now that he isn't hidden, Mickey lunges forward and stabs it. Okay. Go ahead and make an attack, please. Stabs the mound, not the torch. Can I miss? Do you want to miss? No, I'm just asking if it's even possible. I missed it. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, missed it. You were at, you know, 60 feet away. Yeah, you could roll a one. Do I have advantage on it because it's prone? Yeah. So that's a 24. That 24. hits. Can I sneak attack this? You can. 
26 damage. Okay. Wow. With the 26 damage, you hear a blood-curdling scream. What comes out from the ground is a very, very long, pointy... Looks like a stick at first. And then you see a face come out that looks kind of goblinoid. Mm. And is then it still alive? It is. And then I forgot wings. to add some damage. Huh? <laughs> I forgot to add some damage. Oh, okay. Roll it down, please. <laughs> it rises and then falls over dead. <laughs> That's another nine. Okay, with a nine, you hear a blood-curdling scream as something that feels warm suddenly bursts. Ew. Oh, good. <laughs> oh. oh, no, it's more dark more mantles. A di- little bit more damage. Dark how? mantle goblin winged things? How dark uh, dimps. much? Well, we didn't see that there were goblins. Dimples. Well, you guys didn't see that because it exploded yeah. before So we're that going happened. to retcon that. Yeah. <laughs> it could rise out and be like, Rah! I think I figure, you know, it rose up and twisted and writhed a bit after having been assassinated. <laughs> I don't think that's how assassination works, but sure. <laughs> so, Flavor. <laughs> so what you see from the mud is first two wings that are m- basically made of mud with holes in it rise up and it screams in pain and then it explodes. Mickey, please make a dexterity saving throw. 21. Okay. From this thing that came out, it bursts into a cloud of mud and Mickey's fine. You're able to dodge all the little mud mud blobs. As one does. As some do. With that shriek, the other three... Can I continue my turn? Oh, do you have more? Mm-hmm. Okay, go. I mean, what kind of a character would I be <laughs> if I couldn't stab a second time? That's true. I don't uh, get to sneak attack, though. No, no you that's don't. That's So that's a 20. That hits. 15 damage. I roll a little low. Okay, with a 15 damage, you see a long snout come out and a face made of mud that looks fairly goblinoid, but a lot more angular and a lot more malleable. And it hisses in your face. I would like to hiss back at it. Okay. And then run and go hide behind Glimmer Glamour. Yes, because I'm a great target, mm-hmm. apparently. <laughs> My hide. And it can't take an attack of opportunity because it's still a surprise. Okay. My hide is 15. Okay. With I a 15, low. with a 15, mm-hmm. you're hidden. Next up is Izzy. Okay. Don't worry, I'm not that awesome. Shoot the Izzy. I also uh, I'm are. shooting at what? These mound things? Oh. You can't see yet. It's <laughs> a mud baby. A tar it's, baby, even. Get it. Baby. Get it dead. Just kill it. <laughs> is is there enough like light it. that I can even see these mounds? I mean, Gabriel. From where yeah. you are. So, I have lit him up. Yeah, yeah, you can see. Oh, that's true. Okay. Much to my annoyance. That's okay. <laughs> you still did your thing. I know, but Mickey likes stabbing in the dark. Yeah, you can <laughs> stab in the dark behind me. All right. I'm going to get a little closer, but still keep my distance. Summon Dora next to one of the mounds. Okay. I will go for the one that's closest to the group. And I stab with my scimitars. Go for it. That is a 23 to hit. That hits. Eight points of damage. Okay. Second attack. That is a 26 to hit. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Eight points of slashing damage again. Okay. And then third attack is a 22 to hit. That hits. Very nice. Oh, that's a one, so seven points of slashing damage. Okay. The mound right next to Dora screams as well, and it's kind of a muddled... (laughs) It doesn't explode out of the ground? It does not. Okay. Yet. I think they only explode when they die. (laughs) I think they're tar babies. (laughs) (laughs) You get stuck in them. But that ends my turn, because I use my bonus action to summon Dora. All right, next up, Irithel. Okay. Now that I know that they are problematic, I will drop the hand crossbow, and I will go ahead and take out my rapier, and I will move forward and attack the one that Izzy just attacked. Okay. 22. 22 hits. And... 9 damage. And I would like to... Can I... mm, This one explodes. Okay. Can Dora take a dexterity saving throw? 
she can technically. Hold on, let me look that up. Okay. Probably and uses your Well, okay, let me ask you this. Would she still take damage on a successful save? On a successful take, take, she is not restrained. Told you it was a tar baby. It does not deal damage. I'm assuming Irithel has to make a saving throw as well. Are you up right next to it? Yes. Yes, you do. 16. You pass. You are More mud explodes, and it does okay. not affect you. Okay. So the manifest echo ability says that it is immune to all conditions. It has to make a saving. If it has to make a saving throw, it uses my bonus for the roll. Okay. It's immune to conditions, so it does not have to make it. Okay. Nice. Cool. Anything else here? What, ha- what does it look like when it doesn't? So what happens? The mud just goes through her. Okay. And uh, it's just, it's mud Dora looks flying. down and goes, huh, no mud. No mud. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gives Izzy a thumbs up. So like the condition would be muddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's immune to that. <laughs> oh, How she's nice all, for her. She's all you pristine. Know. She is. And Izzy's just like, Man, her boots look so good. <laughs> you know, Dora floats more than you do. She does. <laughs> She's mastered the wa- art of walking on air. <laughs> she literally is made of air. <laughs> that will be the end of Irithel's turn. She has moved 25 feet to get here, and she cannot move any further. Perfect. And so she can't reach any of the other creatures. Okay, Gabriella, it is your turn. She's been figuring out the numbers and such things. I was going to do fairy fire, but Dora jumped in the square, my 20-foot square. I mean, she's fine. I mean, okay. <laughs> this isn't a condition, right? No, it just gives advantage to attacks. She would have to make the saving throw regardless, oh, right. right? Yeah. Yeah, so I can roll for her. Okay. She'll be glitter bombed. <laughs> so Gabrielle reaches into a, another pouch and pulls out a handful of sparkles. 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 And she tosses them up in the air and they gather and they shoot forward and totally fill a 20 foot cube that the two mounds are. And each of them have to make a dexterity saving throw of 15. As violet light shimmers through the area, it's like cast fairy fire. Shimmer, shimmer. So one passes and one fails. So. The one on the right fails, and the one on the left passes. So the one that failed is now lit up, and attacks on it have advantage, and it can't benefit from being invisible. Perfect. It was going to go invisible next turn. Ah, uh-huh. I have preempted your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> if only these things could go invisible. Anyways, anything else, Gabriella? Of course, of course. I am going to inspire one of my wonderful companions, Ooh. my bardic inspiration, who needs it the most. We're going to give it to Irithel, because Irithel is the one closest at the moment. And Irithel, ah, that was an amazing shot. I I believe in you so much that you can go forward and do it again. And I give you Bardic Inspiration, which is 1d6. Perfect. And that concludes my action, because I don't want to get up close to these things. Alright, Mickey, it's your turn. None of you are up close to these things. No. No, we killed it, but you are hidden. I gave you advantage for one. You can steal another dagger and throw it. (laughs) They're so far away. I rush up next to Irithil, who is also taller than me. (laughs) It is true. And slinking out of the darkness, readying a dagger. Well, you thought it was a dagger. Now that you're getting a better look at it, it's probably an incredibly violent fork from somebody's kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. A violent fork? Mickey saw it and was like, that looks like it would make a great dagger. And so he took it. And he throws it. Hmm, 19. Do you throw it at the glowing one? Sure. You get advantage, I believe. I mean, I already rolled a 19. I guess I could roll a 20. Nope. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be 26. That hits? Mm-hmm. And because I was hidden, I get sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm no longer in my dread ambusher assassinate opportunities. Aw. So... You know, the excitement is down, and I just hit it and do 11 damage. Okay. And then I hide behind Irithil using my symbiotic relationships power. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a stealth check. Wow, that was low. 14. Okay, I think you're hidden. End of my turn. Okay, 
Oh, I draw a dagger at, the, dagger at the end of my turn. Your dagger? Another one. Actually, you are near me. <laughs> I'll just draw my dagger for now. <laughs> okay, sounds fine. All right, so a couple things are going to happen. First up, the two mud goblin-y looking things. Tar babies. Tar babies, totally yes. tar babies. Mm-hmm. Sure, the tar babies. Yeah. If they're not tar babies, they ought to be, because that's what they <laughs> seem to be. Oh, dear. So the we'll two- see what they look like. Yeah, so the two tar babies, the one on the left moves up 20 feet. It's going to go right up against Irithel, because it does not like you does for whatever reason. come up into my five-foot space, or It does it come ten? into your five-foot space. Okay. The one on the right is going to go up to Izzy's Echo, because it does not know the difference. Huzzah. How do these things move? Are they, like, crawling on... Limbs? Are they flying? Are they? Uh, these two are crawling on the ground, but you see that their hands and knees just merge with the mud as they move. Ooh. Oh. Are they humanoid? Goblinoid. They look goblinoid-ish. Okay. Just making sure. And from the side of the cave. Which side? The left side of the cave. You see one, two, three, and on the other side of the cave, so the right side. You oh see no. One, two, three. Detached from the wall, as if they were hanging out on the corners. Undetectable. We're surrounded! One is up against Izzy's Echo. One is against Irithel. Two are next to Mickey. Two are on either side. Sorry, one are on either side of Izzy, so two total. And two are against Gabriella. You guys are surrounded by these mud things. And that's where we're going to end our session. We're ah! surrounded! No! <laughs> I feel so. I like how none of them you. are around moist. Uh, yeah, he hasn't moved yet. <laughs> yeah, conveniently. Hmm. I know, that is very convenient. He rolled real low. <laughs> Power Word Crit is directed by Corin Sparks and produced by Ashlyn McGregor. If you enjoyed our episode, tell your favorite hobgoblin about us. Follow us on Facebook. Tweet us at PowerWordCrit. Send us an email at PowerWordCrit at gmail.com. Check out our website, PowerWordCrit.com, for character art, bios, and other creative things that we may or may not have produced yet. Because I have a habit of getting grabbed, apparently. <laughs> in both of the test shots that we've done in the first combat That's so that we've true. done. Oh, no. My dice have apparently stopped hating David and started hating you. <laughs> <laughs>